Today in Business from Wired. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Meet their newest trading platform, Think or Swim Web. It has all the essential tools and strategies in a streamlined interface. No download necessary. Think or Swim Web. Trading streamlined. Visit tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswimweb to get started. Deepfakes aren't very good, nor are the tools to detect them. The winning detection algorithm from a Facebook-led challenge could spot about two-thirds of the altered videos, Highlighting the Need for Improvement by Will Knight We're lucky that deepfake videos aren't a big problem yet. The best deepfake detector to emerge from a major Facebook-led effort to combat the altered videos would only catch about two-thirds of them. In September, as speculation about the danger of deepfakes grew, Facebook challenged artificial intelligence wizards to develop techniques for detecting deepfake videos. In January, the company also banned deepfakes used to spread misinformation. Facebook's Deepfake Detection Challenge, in collaboration with Microsoft, Amazon Web Services, and the Partnership on AI, was run through Kaggle, a platform for coding contests that is owned by Google. It provided a vast collection of FaceSwap videos, 100,000 deepfake clips, created by Facebook using paid actors on which entrants tested their detection algorithms. The project attracted more than 2,000 participants from industry and academia, and it generated more than 35,000 deepfake detection models. The best model to emerge from the contest detected deepfakes from Facebook's collection just over 82% of the time. But when that algorithm was tested against a set of previously unseen deepfakes, its performance dropped to a little over 65%. It's all fine and good for helping human moderators, but it's obviously not even close to the level of accuracy that you need, says Hani Farid, a professor at UC Berkeley and an authority on digital forensics, who is familiar with the Facebook-led project. You need to make mistakes on an order of one in a billion, something like that. Deepfakes use artificial intelligence to digitally graft a person's face onto someone else, making it seem as if that person did and said things they never did. For now, most deepfakes are bizarre and amusing. A few have appeared in clever advertisements. The worry is that deepfakes might someday become a particularly powerful and potent weapon for political misinformation, 
hate speech, or harassment spreading virally on platforms such as Facebook. The bar for making deepfakes is worryingly low, with simple point-and-click programs built on top of AI algorithms already freely available. I was pretty personally frustrated with how much time and energy smart researchers were putting into making better deepfakes, says Mike Schroffer, Facebook's chief technology officer. He says the challenge aimed to encourage broad industry focus on tools and technologies to help us detect these things so that if they're being used in malicious ways, we have scaled approaches to combat them. Schroffer considers the results of the challenge impressive, given that entrance had only a few months. Deepfakes aren't yet a big problem, but Schroffer says it's important to be ready in case they're weaponized. I want to be really prepared for a lot of bad stuff that never happens rather than the other way around, Schroffer says. The top-scoring algorithm from the Deepfake Challenge was written by Salim Seferbakov, a machine learning engineer at Mapbox, who is in Minsk, Belarus. He won $500,000. Seferbakov says he isn't particularly worried about deepfakes. For now. At the moment, their malicious use is quite low, if any, Seferbakov says. But he suspects that improved machine learning approaches could change this. They might have some impact in the future, the same as the written fake news nowadays. Seferbakov's algorithm will be open-sourced so that others can use it. Catching deepfakes with AI is something of a cat-and-mouse game. A detector algorithm can be trained to spot deepfakes, but then an algorithm that generates fakes can potentially be trained to evade detection. Schroffer says this caused some concern around releasing the code from the project, but Facebook concluded that it was worth the risk in order to attract more people to the effort. Facebook already uses technology to automatically detect some deepfakes, according to Schroffer, but the company declined to say how many deepfake videos have been flagged this way. Part of the problem with automating the detection of deepfakes, Schroffer says, is that some are simply entertaining while others might do harm. In other words, as with other forms of misinformation, the context is important, and that is hard for a machine to grasp. Creating a really useful deepfake detector might be even harder than the contest suggests, according to Fareed of UC Berkeley, because new techniques are rapidly emerging, and a malicious deepfake maker might work hard to outwit a particular detector. Fareed questions the value of such a project when Facebook seems reluctant to police the content that users upload. When Mark Zuckerberg says we are not the arbiters of truth, why are we doing this? He asks. Even if Facebook's policy were to change, Fareed says the social media company has more pressing misinformation challenges. While deepfakes are an emerging threat, I would encourage us not to get too distracted by them, says Fareed. We don't need them yet. The simple stuff works. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.